Matt, what's up, dude? Good How to see doing? you. I'm great, man. I'm, I, uh, you know, I spoke about it briefly as soon as you walked in. But the mo, the I was gonna say the mohawk, the mullet, mullet. It's got the mullet. It's uh, you usually I no, feel good about. You it. don't usually rock the mullet though, do you? It's been going on. I've been. It's been gradual. I would say since like August. It's been, yeah. It's been happening. Yeah. All right. It looks good, man. Where are you coming from right now? Uh, I was at home. Yeah. Uh, I was hanging out at home. My dog. Uh, pretty good day so far. What kind of dog do you have? I got a. I got a poodle terrier. I got a poodle terrier. She's small. She's like how long? Pounds. How long have how you had like her for? I, I think like right here. I can, yeah. I can turn. Scooch, yeah. Give a little turn, and then bro, give the side eye to them, and then side one eye, eye to me. What's up? All right, What's dude. Up? You have a dog. How long have you had a dog? I've had a dog since before I moved to, to New York City. I, I, I moved here in 2018 mm-hmm. and brought her with me. I from was where? Living, I was living in New Mexico. Oh, what? Is that where you're from initially? No, I'm from Michigan. Okay, well, how did you end up in New Mexico? Let's talk Boy. about it, bro. Dude, we got, we got time today. How much time do we got? So uh, don't touch that mic so much. Kind of keep it in a... Yeah, how's that? If you can't, if, if it's like a little tough, you can scooch it away. You tell me. I, mean, I, I can do whatever. No, how, I'm, how, here, I'm here. I'm here. This is your world, dude. This is the Ted Jones world. This isn't my world. I'll do whatever yeah, you want. Dude, no, but it, however is comfortable I, for I, you. I, I don't know. So okay. this is good. Gr- growing up me. in Michigan, bro, would you go to like Cranbrook High School? You went no, to Cranbrook. Was, that's a private school. Dude, that's real close to where I grew up, though. You know that from 8 Mile. Yes. Yeah. I do. Initially, I thought maybe you knew it, but then well, you I kept actually, doing the I song. actually, I know uh, probably two or three kids, actually, who went there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michigan. I went to public school. Okay. But not far from Cranbrook. Uh, I lived off a similar road, Lone Pine. Shout out. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> so you went to high school in to, Michigan? I grew up. So I grew up in Michigan, went to Michigan State. There till I was like 23. Spartans. Spartans. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah. Through and through. Big fan. A lot of disappointment. Most years. I went to UConn, bro. So a lot of excitement. A lot yeah, of excitement. Dude. I think we you beat that. you one year. It was in when I was in uh, Detroit, two thousand nine. We beat you the. Final yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask if it was two thousand nine or two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Tom Izzo still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, still, still is. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, he's. You know, I got my feelings on Tommy. Yeah, but it was like a love hate relationship. It's a real love hate relationship. Yeah, because like like he's very old school, so he'll, he'll get you a lot of really good things. But then it's like, listen, like UConn is a kind of school that like if you guys make the final four, you're almost always gonna win. You're like five and one in the final four. Five and zero, oh, I believe. No, we beat you guys in the final four. Oh, shit. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. But we've been to like six or seven, and we're like one and six. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like we make the tournament. We've made the tournament for 25 straight years. You guys have missed it sometimes. You have five banners in the same amount of time. So it's like, you know, that's where I'm like, okay. It's great to get there. But Yeah, I wonder what the disconnect is. Maybe it's just like that last bit of fun that the kids need to have to win that championship you know it's good to be disciplined like tom Izzo has his team the entire time but maybe you need a little spunk in the locker room here and there you know a tiktok dance or some he's, shit like he's that. old school for sure he's old school like he didn't really go to the portal this year because he didn't he doesn't believe in the whole like he wants kids that like have, like i've recruited forever and like so we had like open scholarships this year but anyway, growing up in Michigan and then ending up in New Mexico. This is a sports podcast. <laughs> the sports pod. Todd, uh, Ted Jones, sports world. Todd Jones. Todd Jones. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, edit, we'll edit that in Yeah, post. we'll edit that part out. We'll edit that in post. Um, yeah, I grew up in Michigan. And so I was chasing, I was actually chasing sports marketing for a while. So I worked for the Chicago Blackhawks. Then I worked for like a small, like a hockey team in Mississippi. I was just moving wherever. I was open to wherever the job kind of was, the sports uh, yeah, marketing. I'll flow wherever. So I, I was in Mississippi doing some hockey stuff. Not a hotbed for hockey, mm-hmm. as you can imagine. About yeah. 15, 16 people a game. 
pretty cool. <laughs> what was it? A minor league team? Yeah, like it was a minor league team outside of Memphis. AHL or something. It was way below that. Okay, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then I worked for like a small golf organization, and then I was like, ah, this is there's no sports is not like it's it's a pretty tough like industry. So I got into advertising and I started bouncing around cities. So I, I lived in Atlanta, San Diego, Kansas City, Tallahassee, back to Detroit, then to Albuquerque. Whoa, then to New York. damn. Yeah. So it was from New Mexico and then brought you to New York? Yeah, and I've been here for five years. What in New Mexico allowed you to come to New York for comedy? What were you thinking about in New Mexico that like you were like, all right, I should do, go to New York and start a show? Well, I, I was, like I said, so I was like chasing ads. I wanted to get to New York, but I didn't want to like move here without a job. Yes. It's like, you know, some people can do it. I did not feel comfortable. Well, people sometimes jump the gun, especially if they don't have savings. I, yeah. I'd say that's something that's really a tough hurdle to right. get over. And it's like, I, I don't know, I saw some TikTok today where it's like, don't quit your job until you have another job. And I think it's kind of the same thing. Like, don't quit what you're doing unless you have some sort of a financial safety net where you can go somewhere and have six to 12 months of finances lined up or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And I listen, I'm still figuring out finances, financial stuff today, let alone like before I moved here. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I went to New Mexico, like I worked on like my advertising portfolio, worked on getting better, and then eventually got a job, got got to move here. I was doing comedy while I was out there, like it's a really, it's a fun, tight-knit scene in, in Albuquerque. There's oh yeah? Some, there's comics out there, uh, Sarah Kennedy, uh, she was actually in New York for a while, now she's back out there, she started a comedy club, awesome. Um, Zach Abeda's out there, Joshua Forney, like great comics, but it was time to like, you know, once I got a job in New York, I was like, bang, like, I'll, I'll, let's go, let's go like, you know, see if I can do... You know, it's like the mecca for both ads and comedy. So, so you moved here 2018. Yep. Been and here then for you're, what were you doing? Like, what were some of the first gigs you were doing when you first moved here? In terms of comedy. Comedy. First gigs, uh, I was doing barking. For those of you who don't know what he's talking about, it's just basically barking is standing outside a comedy club and making sure that people come into the comedy club. It's basically a way for you to get time on a show if yeah, you yeah, otherwise yeah. wouldn't. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's, uh, yeah, it, it's... It's exactly what it sounds like. At times, it's, it's awful. What did the comedy scene look like in other cities that you were in? Like, were you doing open mics all over the country? Yeah, so Kansas, I mean, at the time, I mean, this is like, you know, close to a decade ago, but they, at the time, they had like one club. I was just like starting, so I wasn't like, I was doing more like open mics and bars, and like, like I ran like a little like monthly show in the back of like a brewery kind of but i mean you know and that was just kind of like most of the people i'd get to like that show would be like co-workers and like you know it was like so new and like whatever um like i said albuquerque they only recently got a club so while i was there it was all brewery shows bar shows shows of like pizza uh restaurants things like that the difference like so in new york like all the open mics are just comics yeah other cities it's like it's like, opposite. that's what's happening that night. Yeah, like, so it's, it's Thursday like, it's not, night, it's everyone's going out. Right. But there's, like, people that aren't comics, like, watching. There's, like, 20 people on it. Everyone's doing five. It's not, like, a show show. Mm-hmm. But you're at least, like, getting, like, an idea. Did you play sports in high school? Yeah. Is that what led you to wanting to be in marketing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I grew up playing hockey. That was, like, my main thing. Um, Do you ever think about playing uh, college hockey? Was that, like, an option I, for you? It wasn't. I mean, it was an option in the sense of, like, I tried to walk on Michigan State. I did not, okay. make, I did not make it. Did you make it to, like, the second round or what? There was, there was one round. Or if there was more than one round, they never told me. Well, they were probably sick, right? <laughs> what, what, there could have been two rounds. I wasn't invited. <laughs> I don't just know. Didn't know. What yeah. were they ranked in the country, though? At that particular time. Uh, I know it's like Harvard, BC, two, two Rand, years, Quinnipiac. Two years. Yeah, Quinnipiac just won uh, the Oh, they just won the, the Frozen Four? Yeah, they just won the oh, okay. championship. I should, I should have known that. That's yes. in Connecticut, right? Yes. Yeah, look so at that. We, UConn, Quinnipiac. Bro, we used to, so I was in the tennis team. We used to smack them in uh, tennis, which was fresh. Oh, yeah? You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, listen, you can't be great at everything. Yeah, you got to pick true. tennis or hockey. Yeah, that's yeah, they, yeah. That's tennis, or, tennis or hockey. Or I think they have a good baseball team too. But randomly, so it's anyway, a, what, what a crazy name, by the way. Is that a yeah? Name? Is that a city name? I'm guessing Quinnipiac. I don't know. Pop it up right here. We'll find out in post production as we're finding out what the shit Quinnipiac even means. I don't. Are we saying it correct? Yes, okay, Quinnipiac. Good. Quinnipiac. Because like we play, yeah, 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 we played them yeah, enough yeah, to, yeah, for me to know. But anytime I would look at that word, I'd be like, "What the fuck?" I think that they were saying it wrong on the broadcast for the final for the frozen four game. What were they saying? Quinnipiac or something? Yeah, they're, they're, that's messed up for them to say the name wrong, especially yeah. with how many Frozen Fours sure they've probably been to. I, I'll be honest, I thought it was Canadian because it just has like a. It feels like it's like. Oh, right, right, right. And Quebec, that also makes Quinnipiac, sense. Yeah, and just like a hockey right, right, school. Right. You that never hear about sense. them anything else. So I, I didn't know they were good at tennis. Playing playing <laughs> hockey in high school. Do you have like D three offers or going to Michigan State? What were your? No, I didn't have any like offers. Aspiring like, dreams for that. Like yeah, it was just like I, I I grew up playing since I was like four. Played you know. Uh, high school varsity. Did your dad take you to practice though, like six a.m.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Prior to six a.m., my dad like Shit, coached me, like, like you know, until I was like in high school, basically. Oh, well, was he like a middle school coach or something? No, nah, we like I would play like leagues, like at like different rinks, so, like house leagues or whatever, and like he would be one of the coaches. What's it? Like, what's the friends. deal with hockey needing to be so freaking early, even here in New York City? Like, you, it's either I mean, early it's or just, late. I still play now in New York City. I guess it's and just the, like the, the rink time, like, like eight to till eleven thirty p.m. And there's only so many rinks, like people during the day probably want, they want to get their uh, well, here's revenue Here's a stranger because there's only a couple of rinks. Have you been to Chelsea Piers over here? Yeah, that's where I play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you play still? Yeah, I play on a Sunday, Wednesday. You ever throw down your gloves and square up? I've never thrown down the gloves. I have been known to get into some scuffles, we'll say. Let's go. Uh, like cross-checking and shit? Yeah, like I, I, well, let's just say my, my, my fuse is short sometimes. I'm working on it. Well, you talk. seem like a nice guy. Yeah, like right now, who <laughs> went out in the hockey rink? No, once you can, once I feel like, like I'm in, in my head, I'm like in a safe space, like a hockey rink. Right, but right. then, then Loosen it's up. Like, but then you know, you look back, you're like, well, this is an adult beard. Like this is insane. Well, how high is the level down. though that you're playing in? Like, it, is it the highest level of Chelsea Pierce? No, it's like play? Right, it's like the middle, like the middle. Okay, like, like the the highest level is like. You're talking like former, like, like, college. oh, guys who are like in finance like, now and now they're just playing yeah, for fun yeah, yeah. and or shit. They're like, uh, the, the D1 might be like, like former pros. Like, it's like, you know, it's like, okay, like, I, like, I get like, but the, my aggression comes out because I'm like, well, this is where I'm going to let out all my stress. Yeah. Those guys are like, maybe if someone's still watching. Yeah. Are you allowed up. to throw, are you allowed to fight though in your hockey no, league? No, What's no, it? No, 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 no. Yeah, you know, that would just be that would be weird. Yeah, yeah if you yeah. didn't and anywhere else besides pros, it's a little bit crazy to me that they still allow the throwing down the gloves and then like just the letting NHL? kids fight. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Like I'll go to a Rangers game. Yeah, and I remember when I was younger, I used to go. I used to get so uncomfortable, man, because they would just be drunk, freaking bald guys, fifty years yeah, old, yeah. like screaming, like fight, fight, fight. Like this is a sport. What's going on? Then everybody's fired up at the end. You know? Yeah, no, it's 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 exciting. I, I mean, I. But what's the deal? Like, what? How did that even start? And guys starts, like oof. guys like Wayne Gretzky never got yeah <laughs> yeah would do the Wikipedia yeah. how did fights start in hockey yeah no but guys like Wayne Gretzky the great one they call him yeah, yeah never yeah. got in a fight yeah I mean and most of the time like like the the super high skill guys wouldn't get into fights and right and like why would, would they, why yeah, would yeah, they yeah, yeah. they're the, just more like the have bad the guys boys that would protect them that's like the whole thing okay so you have like the guys that that the, the their whole job was to make sure that if anybody touched Gretzky. We're laying down the wall. It's kind of like protecting your quarterback in football. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Like, th- think if, I mean, football would, I mean, listen, they're he- headbutting each other, but it would be more interesting if sometimes they would just, like, maybe fight a little bit. Because sometimes, like, like, they barely touch each other, and they, like, throw, like, a flag, or, like, just let them let it out. Like, you know, they're, they're trying to win a Super Bowl or something. 
You disagree, obviously. No, well, I, I hear what you're saying. I think it would just be awkward, though, in football. Yeah, it'd be awkward. You know? what, what about, like, in tennis? That could be something. Yeah, you're right. We do need some fucking fights in tennis, man. Because it, for the most They're part, it's screaming just, at each other. It's just kids speaking oh. in a different language oh. and stuff. That oogan, slog, and boogan, and the guys across and that, not really hearing yeah. it. A lot of changes coming to modern day sports. Maybe not so much in hockey. I don't know. You tell me if I'm wrong, but like even watching baseball, I'm going to a, a Mets game with my mom's boyfriend tomorrow. And I'm for the first time in a while, I'm actually excited about going to a baseball game just because with the recent rule change, yep. the 15 second clock. Um, I think that's probably the biggest one that I can think about that will that's the literally modern change it'll take an hour off yeah. the game. So it's instead of going to the game from one to five PM, you know, hopefully it'll be like three thirty or something like that. So I we'll went see. to a, a spring training camp game in Florida? in Florida. Okay. And yeah, they had it obviously. And boy is it quicker. Way quicker. Is it more fun to watch? It's or? more fun because it was, so like it was spring training and um, our team could not get three outs so here's the thing like it will speed up the game so long as your team doesn't suck like our inning was still super long well if your team sucks why would it go ahead you know what i mean like like the the pitch clock just doesn't help like you're pitching fast but they keep getting on base so the inning is still substantially or like maybe there are more pitches per bat theoretically yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's it's definitely fun in terms of like like when the inning is just like like quick you're like oh like those are three great pitches like you're seeing action like it's but yeah, I mean, I think it's gonna. There, there's some weirdness still to it, like where there's like calling like balks. Like I don't understand baseball that much. So mm-hmm. Like they're like, you're second over. Like right. it's an out. It's and a grand slam. You like, see some of the uh, the pitchers. I saw Max Scherzer apparently like had a found a loophole in the rule or Did something. He? So I think these new rules are gonna have to be tuned up over yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And I think that bringing down sports events to under two and a half hours if possible is the best just for just for everybody oh, involved smart. man like we don't need 82 games in the nba regular season we don't need 162 in mlb tennis three out of five sets these guys are playing for five hours and then are expected to play two days later i think all the games are or seasons for sure yeah nhl is the same as nba it's like it's, like, and they, they'll, they'll never change bit. it because it's money and because like it's, they'll, they'll blame it on like well i think they, but they've prestige. they've changed football a little bit here they and there. added a game <laughs> yeah they did you're fucking right they, they added a week long. 17 yeah they, they got rid right. of the, but they're I like think, we're gonna make the preseason shorter right. and everybody's like yeah, oh cool yeah. and they're like, but we're gonna make the regular season longer so like <laughs> all right well then it's just the same dude. yeah it's the same thing but i think maybe it's one less game total but like baseball definitely needs to be short i mean with this pitch clock and shit this is a, a great first start but let's go from 162 to what 140 let these guys go home for a moment yeah, yeah, yeah. baseball also, just seems like the most grueling mental why is there sport. baseball at the end of march i mean like it's the boys of summer is like the whole idea right. you don't need baseball before easter they're playing baseball in detroit it could snow tomorrow like when what? the spring training starts what like somewhere in february i think I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe March. So you're first. suggesting maybe bring it back, um, bring it forward a month. If would it hurt? Would anybody really care if baseball had a tight schedule and they started Memorial Day Monday and they ended Labor Day Monday and you played 105 games and then went to the playoffs? Would anybody really care? 162 and 105. That was a lot. A big difference. It feels sure. It, it will feel very different. Yes. But I'm just saying, like in the terms of the time, you're just like it's summer. It's baseball every day. Yeah, you're traveling. Like every game's going to mean more. Right, and I think that would probably boost attendance more. People would be more into going games. Yeah, there's been like summer. We're out of summer dude, break. Yeah, like July 15th, you go to a Yankees game Wednesday at 1 p.m. You're dying out there. You know, yeah, like yeah, maybe yeah. just because it's so hot. Maybe you'd be like a little bit more interested yeah, if you yeah. knew that it wasn't yeah, going to be a July long. 15th, it's like, okay, well, we got like 20 games left to, to make the playoffs versus sure. like July 15th. It's like, well, if we don't win today, we have 140 games left somehow. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I agree with you. They're too, uh, NHL, same thing. You don't need to start hockey at the beginning of October. 
NFL season just started. Just yeah, you know, move it back. What do you think has been some of the cooler things that you've learned while being in the realm of sports marketing? The cooler things. So I mean, yeah. I got to be a mascot when I was with the Blackhawks. No way. Yeah. Dude, are they going to have a new one? Because isn't the Blackhawks? It's like racist to call them the Chicago Blackhawks. Well, I don't know if they're going to change the name. I mean, at the time, I mean, if you thought that that was racist, Chris Chelios. The the uh, yeah, Chris Chelios. The the mascot was like a, a racist pun, basically. I mean, like I, I'm not like I, it's like whatever to me. Like, like the could, red, like Washington Redskins. Why was it a racist pun though? Well, the the so the the team name is Blackhawks, Native American yes. theme. The, the 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 mascot was a like a black hawk and his name was Tommy Hawk, kind of like Tomahawk. like a legitimate black hawk yeah, bird. What, named Tommy Hawk, so kind of like Tomahawk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what, what was your job though? Were you just walking through the? Uh, I mostly stands, did like, like, like a, events, so sort of, not during the games, uh, but like so. I would, like, stuff. Yeah, so I like I would be like on Michigan Avenue in Chicago, like in the middle of somewhere in that giving everybody high fives. My, but off like just what kind crazy. of money did you get paid for that or was that part of your sports uh, marketing job no they they paid me because like so the the mascot that i don't remember the guy's name but he got fired for being creepy or something <laughs> like, not, no even joke. in the mascot suit yeah yeah i think it's even easier i mean i think like no i know but like that would be a weirder time to be yeah. creepy <laughs> well i mean yeah i mean uh, and this is like an 08 so this is like or 09 right like, before uh, the me too movement so, so he's like, like i can get away with yeah it. He, he thought it took a, it take a lot more yeah for sure for sure um so it was mostly like, uh, they're just like, you got to get in the, you're the intern. So you're getting in the costume. Okay. Like it wasn't like a question. And it was super hot in there oh, too. Dude, it was like brutal. I think I got paid like 75 an hour. What? Yeah. Guys, <laughs> check your local uh, hockey team. We'll yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, like it's not the worst gig. Like, yeah. it, you know, Oh, but it's just for the game though. So you get paid like 200 bucks for the game. Maybe. Yeah. So you're going to make a couple hundred bucks, okay, like, okay. a couple hundred bucks for like a, a side event. But I guess if you're doing like enough of them and like, if you're, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. Any weird moments being in that suit? A lot of a lot of kids either don't know that there's a human inside. Yes, and then there's also like kids that are at the age where they do know, and they're sort of like hitting you, but they're still poking like, but they can get away with it because they're small. You think those kids would freak the fuck out if you just took off your hat at that particular? Oh, moment? Oh, I'm sure there's like yeah, so certain age groups. Yeah, would probably you traumatize them for life. Uh, there was definitely like a group that would like. I remember like a like a like a uh, I guess it was like a minor league game. Like they, they sent us there to like you know. So I'm like walking and like. I kept getting like punched and like these, I could tell these kids, like, like these, these were just like, del, you know, delinquent, like just right. Cause you had a minor league hockey game. That was right. the only thing going on that right, week. Right, right, too. right. So I, I definitely like had to grab a guy's arm, like be like, I swear to God, <laughs> talking to them or no, I don't think I talked to him. I just had like grab his arm. You're not like, allowed like, to talk in that thing. Right? No, I think I kept character. I was like, I'm not talking, but I'm also like, I will, I'm not getting paid enough where I'm getting beat up in this thing. Did you have to learn any dances? I never had a dance. No, 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 no. Because UConn and other colleges, like you have to, I think, kind of for the most part, have the same skills as the cheerleaders. Almost. No, no, for sure. Like eventually, like somebody else took over. Like because I was like interim. You know what I mean? Like, like I wasn't like going out to be mascot. You know, I was. I didn't want to be Tommy Hawk. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't like man. I could be a bird. But during those NHL games, there must have been some sort of thrill, though, right? You were always on the jumbotron. No, but that's always... what I'm saying. Like I didn't do the games. I was doing like other events because like it was ah, you know what I mean? so okay. like, like like leading up to like them finding like the replacement. Like during the games, I was actually doing a lot of like in charge of like the music. But yeah, like being the mascot, like you can definitely any, have fun. Yeah, any weird moments being in the mascot? Just like you hear any conversations between like two people that shouldn't have been talking about that. Two kids, maybe like a a man and a woman, or anything no, not, weird. Truly, nothing like, like weird like that. Like no like, eavesdropping stuff. No, I don't think it's, it's not that easy to hear in the thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, I can you, you really just like are trying to like 
at that time, I think that like like mascot technology, I'm sure, has gotten better. <laughs> at that time, like the, it, it didn't breathe well. How so old are you at the time? I was trying to like really just concentrate on breathing properly. I'm th- at the time. Yeah. Um, so like 23. You know, what I mean, like, like it was, you know, it was heavy. It was it was a heavy. It was a, a lot of fur. It, it, you know, it was like you, you felt like you know a bird. I mean, you really did feel like a bird, and uh, like you had like. Pant, and it had like hockey pants. I forgot about that. So they had like you were like in a bird suit. Then you had to wear like hockey pants to make it look like you're a hockey bird. Yeah. Then you have a hat. It was just like you, know, you ever skate in it or no? I did. Oh, okay. I, I went to and did like some skating things with like younger kids and got to like do drills and like you know, kind of check up. Like that was fun because like you get to play hockey and, and those kids are like like they're excited. Like there's like a like a bird playing hockey with them. Do you play it's football r- at all too? Ridiculous. Uh, I did not play football. Like okay. you know, just like outdoor stuff with friends and stuff, but not like um, any like real. These are the plays, pads, and everything. What got you into hockey? Was it your dad being yeah, dad. a coach? Yeah, dad. Like, uh, I mean, I don't really remember. I think it was probably just like, we're going to play hockey for a while. But was he pushing you to be like the best hockey player you could be? Or he was like, all right, whatever. He likes it. He thinks it's fun. He could play, whatever. No, no, no. He, he was definitely. He was like, yeah. hockey dad? Yeah, he was hockey dad. Like, like, he was like a coach like of our teams and like taking a practice and like, you know, yeah. There wasn't like a choice. And like, I'm very happy that that was pushed on me. At the same time, like, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess if you look back now and you think about things, you're like, if, I, if it wasn't pushed on me, would I have cared? I mean, I fell in love with it for sure. But, you know, I don't, I don't know. We, I don't think we ever spent a lot of time like looking back, like, you know. Yeah. Because, like, I, I don't know how. I've never, I don't have a kid. Do you have any kids? No. Like, I, I don't know how it works. Like, if you don't push them, like, what do they do? Nothing? Do you have any friends? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> do you have any friends that uh, played at a high level, hockey-wise? Uh, no. Division one? Not, like, super close friends. Like, um like maybe there's like people that like grew up in Michigan that like weren't so far off from like me and my brother's age, but didn't like know them like like well or anything like that. What was your favorite city in the run of all these uh, sports advertising gigs? Uh, so when I, when I was in Atlanta, I think Atlanta's a really good town. Like it's um, when I was there for two years, I was also like in grad school. So sometimes I'm like, okay, maybe I just like to. Where'd you go to grad school? I went to a place called the Creative Circus. Okay, which is like just like for advertising only. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, it is now no longer school. Why not? I, uh, I think budget they, Corona they, and shit. Yeah, I think they lost. Where were you? Oh, you Why? were here in that. You were in New York during Corona. Yeah, I was here the whole time. You didn't go back home. Nope, not at once. What was the kind of shit that you were looking forward to as Corona hit, like March thirteenth, twenty twenty? You were like, Dude, oh I, fuck! I, I moved to Soho March first, twenty twenty, into a studio. I was so excited. Dude, like all you had to do was wait three months, and you would have gotten rent half of what you oh, paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no, seriously. Like, I, 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 you know, when you move to New York, like even doesn't matter what age you are, I feel yeah. like you have to have roommates. Sure. I mean, unless you like really have like saved a lot. So I had roommates like my first two places, like two randoms, and I lived with two comics. Uh huh. How'd you how'd you meet the randoms out Craigslist? Randoms was like through like a friend. Who went to Michigan State one of them was like moving out. Like no, 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 no. just like like a, a buddy I knew from advertising, but like it worked out. Like the two randoms worked out fine because. One of them was this woman who was always at her boyfriend. So it was like really just me and this other guy in one bathroom. It, it, it was pretty decent situation. Then I moved into two comics in Bushwick. Did the Bush? You know, you have to do that if you want to be a comedian in New York. You have to live in Bushwick. You got to for a year. Madison Street uh, somewhere. So yeah, I was. That's, we were off of Madison, right and, next uh, to the Bushwick High School. Yeah, somewhere like that. Like okay. it was Madison and uh, Frick Ridgewood or something. Yeah, it was like basically right. <laughs> up the, was, yeah, 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 and. Uh, so we did that, and then I found I was like, okay. found a place like subletting like from this woman who who's like she like owned the con, owned the apartment like it was like a you know co op kind of and she but she was giving you the deal just at market value whatever it was yeah it was, like, it was like normal like price pre pandemic how'd you find it 
Facebook Marketplace? A thing called Listings Project. What the shit is that? It's like this, you can sign up uh, online and then you get like a, a email bus every every week of like pl- people that are like trying to like subletter. Dude, right? that's so funny. I do that right. with, I, I mean, I, I have no use for it right now, but I do that for private jet legs. So I'll see like, I'll get like 400 private jet flights from people that are trying to send their jet from like Miami back to New York or whatever. And I just look at it sometimes. That's pretty cool. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. the same kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so fun to look at it. Like I'm not right. looking for a place for right sure, now. Sure, sure, sure. But um, yeah, so, and, and listen, the, the pricing wasn't like, good pre-pandemic but it made sense right like you're just like well this is what it is this is what new york right is. right right yeah, yeah yeah so and i'm like okay i'm gonna f- i can finally afford to like you know live in my own small little studio so you're living like, in bushwick and then the march 1st you moved in moved to soho and it's like because she, she owned it so it was like a cooler it wasn't just like a it was small but it had like upgrades because like she owned it so it was like nice and it had like like a stove that was like a stove and a microwave. <laughs> it was cool. The shit. I don't know if I've ever seen one of those. Yeah, it was pretty. Pop dope. it up right here. Yeah, here yeah, we yeah. go. Here it is. And it was very European. Like it, the the bathroom didn't have any kind. Like it had like a like a shower head. It had, it had a, bidet? a toilet. Bidet? No bidet. Oh, but it had like a like it had like a toilet, like a like a shower head, a sink, but no, nothing separating each thing. So everything was just like a one. Like you turn the water from the shower head. There's no like everything's in one big area, so everything gets wet. Which was like, I was like, this is cool. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm living the dream, you know? And then, you know, like, a few days later, you start to, like, get the whispers from China. Like, China's doing something. I don't know what they're doing. I'm just, you know, who cares? I don't care. We're over it, right? Like, I don't know. Like, something's they're coming. They're doing something. And they're saying and something's also, Yeah, coming. and the amount of times we've heard, like, oh, something's coming. We're like, all right, no, it's fucking yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. It'll, stay, like, it'll stay know, over there. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, honestly, like, I worked with a guy at the ad agency I was at at the time. Like, I know it's, this is going to sound like I'm making it up, but I think, like, in November, maybe even October of 2019, like, he was he was already, like, nervous. He was, like, one of those guys that, like, reads up about, like, the world. Like, a word, like you know, so, and I was like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, man, but, like, my back hurts. Like, just, like, I, I don't but, have time to hear about but this what China was, stuff. What was he saying? No, like, he was talking about, like, COVID. He's like, I, something's coming. Like, like I don't know. There's going to be a pandemic. Not October of 2019, though. Like, no, like, this guy was a guy that, or, like, maybe it was, like, December. Like, two like, months like he was, like, three reading. Months. Okay, 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 right. But, like, like December, I remember there was slow whispers. Maybe that was, like, one of the first cases. Might have been January, something like that. But, yeah. But, like, he, I don't think anything was here yet. He just had, like, this, like, maybe he just, like, reads Chinese right, news. Right, but had he talked about, like, SARS and the bird flu and stuff like that? Or yeah, was but, this his first time bringing up a pandemic? Yeah, he was probably, like, like just, like, he was right, obviously. But, yeah. like, he might have just been, like, overly nervous. Like, germaphobe, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like he was a very well-put-together guy. Like, so, like, he was probably reading it and thinking, like, no, this sound, you know, whatever. Like it, it was hitting his spidey sense. Like who knows? It's gonna be the kind of guy that like he always has that, and most times he's wrong. He was this is a one in a hundred years. Sure, correct. <laughs> yeah, like super correct. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, so just like you know, it hit, and I was just like, God, like you, like you said, like it was like God, like you watch all the prices and so on, everything start dropping a month later. You're like, God damn it, I'm paying so much money to live here, <laughs> and like she took off like a. She might have taken off like two fifty. Initially, like I was like the super. I was like pretty like positive, like kind of like cocky guy. Like I would go out and like be like just like enjoy this. It was, it was very sunny at the time. Like everything was fine. Like you know, outside of like what was about to come, like with the deaths. Like, but everything was fine. You know what I mean? Like the sun was out. Like it was just like we didn't. It was like yes, we're all like sheltering in place, but we don't really know. And like so, I was just kind of like just go, like I was. I was probably a little bit more like on like the very far right of things like go outside live your life like you know i was like that guy i enjoyed it for a while because it was like quiet in new york and you had to like walk the streets but then eventually like it hits in you're like i can't believe i'm finally got to try to have like the new york 
like full on New York, your own experience. And there's like nobody out. Like, were you here the whole time? I actually went to my dad's house in Long Island probably yeah. like five days after March 13th. And I ended up being there for like two and a half months. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was definitely like never forget kind of wild experience. Like uh -huh. walking on something like the streets of like Soho or Times Square, like there's nobody. Especially out. in Soho, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just because anytime you go in Soho, there's just crowds and crowds. Yeah, you of can people. walk in the middle of the street. Like there yeah. was like six of us. We're just like, what are we doing? <laughs> and um, then I was there for the riots. So that was kind of cool. For all like the looting during like the oh yeah because it's like right next to uh, oh, Balenciaga and all that fire. shit yeah, yeah I thought right. you, what was your uh, store tenant in the building um, we didn't we had like a restaurant but like what was very close to like the Happy Socks that got looted and the Prada like, like right around the corner like Kitty Corner it was like Thompson and Prince like everything was on fire so like you're just like thinking like well, I don't know let me just make sure it's not our building like because there's just it was just so much fire and like I've never been in a wartime country. But, like, because I have a dog. I had to walk my dog. You know, so I'm, like, we're walking, and it's, like, there's so many, like, people just, like, grabbing shit. Like, everything's on fire. <laughs> there's, like, you know, eventually, like, you're hearing, like, sirens, and it's, like, ah, it doesn't feel super safe. But also, like, this is kind of cool to be outside during this, you know? Like, I'm not stealing anything, but this is this is wild. Like, I don't know exactly. So, you know, there was, those are the pros. Where, where did you? I overpaid for it, but it was right. those the pros. Did you, re, did you re-sign a lease a year later there? and get a better deal? Yeah. No, she really, d she didn't want to, like, at that point, I don't. She wasn't living here. It's like she owned it, but she lived in Paris. And I was trying to explain to her. I was like, "Listen, the market's changed." Yeah. But, you know, Did she I, sell it? Probably as soon as you moved out. New York is <coughs> dead. I think or that she still. Accent. I think that she was still trying to rent it. She. I think she told me she was eventually going to like use that time to like uh, do some upgrades to the place. Mm -hmm. Which I remember her like texting me because I like, moved and she was like, "Like Matt, like I I can't get like any." And I was like, "Yeah, like you're." trying to get too much money like you know at that i mean now the markets are back on fire it doesn't make any sense but like that that time you had to be like you know two grand or less no yeah. where you were in new york how old were you when you got your dog uh, i was 31 she's like seven so it wasn't 30. a family it wasn't a family dog no no no, no. uh my own dog i uh, got in albuquerque how has that been navigating year. so many different cities with a dog like that, do you find that it impedes on a potential date dating life or what? Like staying at home too much or how, how does that? No, I mean, well, I mean, truthfully, I got her in New Mexico. So it's, she's just like just known Albuquerque in New York. Dogs adapt pretty quick is what I've kind of figured out. Like they're, I mean, maybe not every dog, but I think like in general, I think that they just kind of figure it out. Like if they're with their human kind of thing, I hate that I just said that, but if they're, <laughs> if they're with their, their person. Yes. They're they that they're person. They're they exactly. Um, they, they do pretty good. Do you ever feel like you're running home, though, after spots to take care of your dog? When I first got here, I feel like I was, like, very, like, strict on that. Like, so I was, like, trying to do, like, spots or mics or hang, whatever. And it can be, like, tough. And then I feel like now, like, I'm just better at time management. Where it's just, like, I just know. Like, get her. And worst case is, like, if she's got to be home alone a little bit longer, then it's, like, listen, this is for, the, this is for our future. So you wake up, <laughs> take the dog to go poop or pee, yeah, bring yeah, it back, yeah. and then come back hours later or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Do you have a dog part. walker or no? No, I used to do, like, doggy daycare when we did, like, we had to go to the office. Okay. So, like, so she was pretty spoiled anyways. Now it's, like, for the most part, it's been, like, working from home and advertising. If you go in or you're out, you know, it's not, you know, so I'm with her, like, all day long. Is it more expensive to have a dog in New York City than it would to be in uh, New Mexico, just based on the things that you're spending on your dog? certain things like food is like the same because like you can get it like online but like healthcare, healthcare is the biggest thing, is the i would imagine because you're going to a doctor and he has to pay rent or she has to pay rent for that office that's really the, the, the prices on i mean don't even get me started but the prices on <laughs> between like pet healthcare, 
pet like if you don't have pet health care is is it doesn't even so she recently cut her paw walking in the streets she probably stepped on a piece of glass Fuck. i would imagine that would happen all the time to dogs but it, it had never happened to her but the, but then when it happened i had that same thought i was like i can't believe it i was, I, I was almost <laughs> you like got lucky with it no yeah, i was like grateful i was it. like you know what she's gone a pretty long time this has yeah. been five years one cut pretty good because like i mean uh, we wear shoes mm-hmm. for that reason yeah you know She's cut. She's bleeding. I got to take her in. Obviously, it makes sense. The first appointment is, it is a lot of money. It always is. But, like, you know, with human care, you go see a doc. They help you out. Normally, like, the, the, the care, you've paid up front for it. It's like they, they see the care through to the end. Like, every time I showed up, they kept wanting to, like, I, they were like, it's going to be another 75 to rewrap her paw. Just, and I'm just like, 75 bucks to put a new bandage on? Like, I paid, like, 450 up front. Like, what is going on? Like, I was like, I was getting into it with them. They, they eventually like reverse some of the charges. I think maybe just because I was so mad. I guess that's where they make a good amount of their extra money that they wouldn't otherwise kind of think that they were going to make. Right. It's just like tacking on things and see how much the customer <coughs> will fight back. Yeah. A little bit. Like I, I told him, I was like, listen, I, I get that. Like, but like 75, like also like you could have just like taught me how to do this. Like in theory, you could have <laughs> said like, listen, like up front, it's just been like, listen, if you, if you need her to like have it rewrapped, it's going to cost you 75. You don't have to bring her in. You can bandage her yourself if you like. And I think the thing with being a vet, like so many people just are head over heels in love with their pet that they, no amount of dollar they will say no to. Yeah, for the most part, I think that that's true. But sometimes like, it becomes like so astronomical. Like So she's got like a cut on her paw and now it's costing like $600. To, like, total. You know what I mean? Like you're like, like can you Does imagine? Does that like, include stitches? There's no stitches. It was like antibiotics, like the the they call it like a, like a doctor visit. Yeah, so it's like starts to add up. <laughs> and even if you had health insurance, like cause I did that for her at one point, I'm I'm pretty sure that pet insurance is a scam. Like I'm convinced. How it's much a scam. you pay? I don't have it, but like at the time I paid like you know 30, 40, 50 bucks depending on like what you want to do. Uh-huh. Let's say you, let's say you even if you had premium. Yeah. A lot of stuff is there's like no they don't cover any pre-existing things. So like I I adopted I adopted her. Like okay. She was like two or three. So it's like, okay, so like, I don't know what she can't, like, so it's like, I don't know what she came with. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how are you even going to prove that? There's all these different things. You start like sending in like, th- like, uh, like, you know, the bills and then you'd be like, well, uh, we don't cover these certain charges. So none of this goes towards your copay. And you're like, what the fuck am I paying you guys for? I wonder if they upcharge <laughs> based on how much they think the dog costs to the owner. You know, like some dogs cost like $50,000. You know, yeah. shit like that with just the specific spots. Yeah, for sure. And I bet a doctor in New York can smell that from a mile away. They, they know. Like if it's like a purebred or if it's like a like a doodle, like I'm sure they, they upcharge properly. It's it's New York. It's New York. People know how to charge stuff. It's New York. You ever see yourself going back to Michigan to live? I, not anytime soon. New York has been great. Like I love it here for sure. I could not see myself being anywhere besides. Pretty much Manhattan, unless I were to go out to L.A. for yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever project. Maybe Miami. I spent some time down there. My dad lives down there. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Chicago, I was actually in like two and a half months, two or two and a half months ago. Uh, but I think just in comedy and the amount of things that we're able to do on an any day basis, it's it's New York far and away. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I don't know if you spent any time out in California. I've not done California. I've been doing some festivals this last like year. Okay. Uh, New York just it def- I definitely think New York has prepared me probably for anybody but like I can speak to myself like to go other places because you, you just feel like you're like working with like weights here you know what I mean like we talked about earlier on like you're, you could do a show for two people you're gonna do it and you know is that gonna be the best show of your life no but it's gonna probably make you a better comic in some ways you know Cause then you're gonna go to like a city where like that's like you said like it's like their night out you're going to New Brunswick 
the whole town's going to come out. That's a huge night for them. Yeah, and they're all fired up. And they're fired up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So As like opposed here, to New York, people are a little spoiled in seeing comedy. Yeah, a lot of times you do shows in New York, like, you can have a great crowd. You can have a full crowd, and they're all, like, cross arms, because, like, yeah. we've seen everything. Here. Yes. We just saw Hamilton yesterday. What are you going to do? <laughs> you're like, well, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm we're not seeing doing... Aladdin tomorrow. Yeah, we're seeing, we're seeing Hamilton do Aladdin tomorrow. <laughs> and that's, what, that's the clip. <laughs> what, what's been your favorite part about New York? thus far favorite part about new york yeah it could be comedy related too truly my favorite part about new york is that you can just kind of walk like I, I'm, I'm a big like walk like watcher walker just like just observe like so i like the architecture like in uh i guess like battery in park soho too soho for sure but like battery park downtown the smaller streets it's got that very like you can tell like it's got that european like kind of like everything like it's cobblestone like yeah. really like you could have a car but like you don't like it's a car's barely gonna fit you know what I mean? Like, it's, so I like that. But then that part of town, like, also, like, just, like, closes. It closed early pre-pandemic. Like, now it closes, like, super early. What time does it close? I feel like if you go, like, I was down there. I kid you not. Like, it was, like, 6.01. A lot of the coffee shops were already closed. And I was like, guys. I've noticed that sometimes that restaurants, yeah, especially in the, in the Midtown area, they'll close at 10. Yeah. Which is an interesting move because you feel like people will be there maybe from 8.30 till a little bit later than 10. So they kind of. Closing off people eating right. dinner at 8.30, which is interesting. I think that's like a pand- post-pandemic kind of thing. Diners are the same way. There's mostly not... I don't really know too many 24-hour diners anymore. Yeah. Coming I think out, it's just coming also, out of the pandemic. And the rent is just too damn high to be serving 80 yeah, different yeah, types yeah. of food. You right, know what right. I mean? That, that's also true. Some but. things need to be leveled out on the rent front for stores. You right. know, if you go up Madison Avenue, you go Park Avenue, you just see... 5,000 square foot space is just completely empty. And it's like, yeah. who is going to be the person to go in there and actually pay the rent? For the most part, it's only a Dwayne Reed or CVS that can afford stuff like that. You right, know? right. And how many of those do we need? Do any of your friends from home move to New York that you're still tight with? Or no, not really. Kind of Wait, lost track with them. Uh, no, I, I, I have like a, like a group of us that are two are in Chicago. One's in like Minneapolis at this point. A couple still like You guys Michigan. still hang? Yeah, we do like a the old boys trip. Nice uh, like, to you know, like Daytona or so. Beach or something. Yeah, we're, we're like Flavorta. we big fan. We were big fans of the like pick a random like house like on Airbnb that was like you know close to like everyone. So we would go to like Lake Chamberlain in like Kentucky, just have like a lake house and then go golf and like go on the water and drinking Coors Lights and, and yeah. shit. Oh yeah, drinking the worst <laughs> beers, <laughs> drinking the worst beers, eating the worst food. But uh, yeah, it was always a good time. But now a lot of them are like married, have kids. So like we haven't done that probably in a couple of years. Do you feel left out from not being married and have kids? Do you have a girlfriend? Uh, no, not right now. Yeah. Uh, do you think that makes it difficult though, having a dog and trying to pursue having a girlfriend? I think, I think these are all, any of this, what I'm going to say is probably an excuse. However, because I think if, if I chose to just like contra, I think that, that it, you know, whatever. But I think with comedy, that's the toughest hurdle. Having a dog really should make it easier. Like, look, I can take care of another animal. You know, like look how, look how good I am at taking care of something. Oh, pick up the shit. I pick up poop. If you want to poop in the house, <laughs> I'll pick it up for you. Yeah. You know, that's what a girl wants. Um, <laughs> but I think, I don't know. I think it's, again, I think it's sort of an excuse and I think it's sort of just real. Like a lot of our li- our lives are, you know, during the day where most of us are working if we're not like making it completely at night at comedy. So that's, you know, we have a second full-time job at night. Whether it's doing spots, running shows, mics, possibly just hanging out and networking and being around comics, that's part of it's just a full time gig, you know. No, it's I think a lot of a lot of things are a lot of things are changing. You know, like you can blow up on a post, and then maybe more people come see your stand up. But getting to that post where you get ten million views takes a lot of posting before that. 
Definitely. And I, I mean, and I don't know this for sure, but then you still got to be able to back it up, I would think, depending on like how totally. many posts like blow up. If everyone and comes to see you and then like, you know, just you weren't really ready for everyone to come see you. That's sometimes been an issue, I think, with the people who blew up on TikTok over the pandemic and then they're going and doing 300 person theaters and all right. these people are coming based off the impressions that you were doing on TikTok. So now they're coming to the show expecting everything to be as funny as they see on a screen where you've had time to coordinate, you've had time to maybe do that sketch five different times. So right, it's right, it's right, definitely right. a um, point. definitely a new age in comedy, especially no, no, since definitely. the since uh, the pandemic ended. If if we can say that, I mean, they haven't announced it yet, have they? Yeah, I don't know, dude. I is Fauci actually, even alive anymore? I feel like I haven't seen that guy I think, since I think Biden did eventually dude. send out an email, but. <laughs> So, so that no, that's interesting. So you got a couple shows, that, and you're right because the podcast, like we wouldn't have. I mean, I mean, listen, if you're watching this, I'm sure it looks like we've we've known each other forever. But that's all we because actually know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That's all because of this guy. Because I and I truly mean this. Like, I mean, you're very good at just like kind of talking to someone who you you know this is this has been pretty free. There wasn't like a, an outline. We didn't mm -hmm. talk before this. Like, this is what we should talk about. Like, you're doing a really good job. Just like you know. I'm impressed. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, for real. No, it's, that uh, really means a lot. I mean, it's um, yeah. That's also why I'm not so skill. I'm not so great with dogs, man. I think it's because I can't talk to them. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not I'm not so good with dogs. You know, like girls, I think sometimes see that as a red flag in me. We're like, oh, you, but she's like not because she's like awkward with dogs, which I kind of am. You know, I think it's because I'm so good with humans that I'm, I yeah, am yeah, a little yeah. bit awkward with dogs, and maybe that that maybe that says something to people's personalities if they really are super connected and in love with their dog their dog's their best friend and then maybe they have trouble kind of separating themselves from the dog that's why i asked like if you ever run back home and you're like oh my dog is my my dog needs to do this my dog needs to do that because that's a big part of a lot of people's lives yeah 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 no, no no i mean i think it's a it's a totally fair question and like and listen like I wouldn't, I mean, don't neglect your animal. Either. Yeah. But like, yeah, you just <laughs> got to when you said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Well, don't like, you know, there's, but no, I mean, but also don't like not have balance in your life. I mean, it's like a, a dog can That's do. That's a tough thing to find. You know. A, a Especially as you get older can. and you grow with your dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, there's balance. always like that, that balance. I mean, but my dogs made me a better person because I mean, they just make you have to be responsible. You're responsible for another thing that's alive. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, um, I don't have a kid, but it's like, I Imagine you want kids? You know, be it would be similar. Yes, the right time, the right person. Exactly. I don't want like a, a random kid. You know, yes. your dog a, is a, your random kid, a, even though you adopted her. She was sort of random. I, I could make an argument that she was random in a, in a in a way or two. Like it was it was like I always wanted a dog, but it was definitely like a little impulsive. Like when I just I was like I got a dog now. You know what I mean? Like it was like you know. I think bouncing around to so many different cities and like not having like a social like. You didn't have a girlfriend when you got the the dog though, right? No, 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 no. And when you're moving around that many cities, it's tough to like, it's tough anytime, but it's tough to make like friends as an adult, especially when you're leaving like every year and a half or right. two years. You know Have I mean? you found so, that it's been pretty easy to make friends in New York, I guess, through comedy? Easier, I think, because like my head's been down for the most part. I'm just trying to do, do stand up and listen, the comedy community can be both great. It's like any community it can be great. And there's also at times it can be like, you know, you meet people. You, yeah. It can be like, okay, well, but you, you, <laughs> you learn people's like true colors over time and you can't learn them right away. Um, but you know, but, but that's also because comedy is both like, it could be an activity. It could be a hobby. It's a career. So, and you don't know what anybody's like real motives are in it. It's, and, it, and it's fun. So you feel like, Oh, this is community. This is like a hang. This is like, these are friends. But it's also like, you know, for me, I would love it to be my career. That's not, you know, so then it's like, okay, so that, 
like, yeah, I want to drink with you sometimes, but also I'm like trying to, how am I going to make money for, I can't just make money for only That's drinking. how I feel sometimes, man. You when know? I'm like, if I match with a girl on an app, I'm like, do I really want to go out, spend the night, potentially be hungover, wake up the next day not feeling so great? Or should I just hang, maybe go on an adult website for a moment and then like clear my hat? Show, yeah. Showtime. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is sponsored by... How did you come up with Ted, Ted Jones, Jones World? Yeah, World. Uh, when I was a sophomore in college, there was a senior on the tennis team, and we used to smoke weed together. Okay. And every time before I would hang out with him, it was right around Pineapple Express came out. Yeah. yeah. So instead of calling Classic. me Teddy, he'd be like, "Ted Jones, we smoking tonight? Like Ted Jones, we getting lit tonight?" And from that point forward, I made a Instagram like oh, a yeah. few months after that, and I just called it Ted Jones World. I post the dumbest clips, and then like four <laughs> years later, I was like, "All right, you know what? I'll make this." profile my public profile and my the main same one. profile yeah yeah so it started so, as a fence so, so, folks yeah keep Dude, that in mind i don't know if i've ever ever spilled that tea that yeah it started as a instagram just know that ladies and, and gentlemen out there who have finstas at any point in time it could, it could become be a, real it could be an insta it could be insta take the f off it could be an insta finsta insta matt this has been a great episode man so let us know what you got coming up comedy wise life wise dog wise whatever you want to let us know let us know Folks, you can follow me on Instagram at uh, Miss Benjamin, MS Benjamin, with uh, two underscores afterwards. We're popping that shit up. If you uh, want to hold it. You want to hold it right here? Yeah, sure. I, I'll hold it right here. Thank you. Uh, sorry, I didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> I, I thought we were just doing Dude, some Nobody pants. knows what I'm doing. I'm like, fucking. Yeah, you, I thought you were about to try to punch me in the gut. You're like, let them <laughs> know, let know what you got skills, coming up where I punch you in the liver. <laughs> um, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram. I post shows. I run a show uh, bi weekly called Tipsy Nomad. Uh, Not Another Comedy Show. Uh, it's at, uh, it's, yeah, it's in, uh, Nomad, which is, I guess, just north of Madison. It's at a place, co- place called The Glass Ceiling. Uh, you'll probably see Ted Jones there on, on a future show. I'd love to. Uh, also run a, a monthly show, uh, in Williamsburg at a place called Hudson Table. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see all those posts, um, coming out. Yeah, I'm going to start posting more stand-up clips. And, uh, I'll be in Vail for the Vail Comedy Festival at the end of May, Memorial Weekend. Uh, which I'm looking forward to. Haven't been to Vail. Looking forward to coming out there and telling some great jokes. So Love it. Thank you, Ted. Appreciate Matt, you having me. This has been a great episode, man. Thanks so much for coming on. Guys, Appreciate Matt guys. Benjamin, this guy is great. We had a great episode. Thanks for tuning in and watching, guys. We'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>